I have put my spectacles on. Oh, good morning, everybody. Uh, as Alan said, my name is Lisa, Lisa Collins, um, and this morning I've been asked to speak to you um, about the big and the small, so hopefully the slides will pop up in a second. Um, and this is an exciting opportunity, but also a truly terrifying one, so please bear with me. Now, I don't know how many of you know, but I've actually been a member of this church um, since I was three years old. That's quite a long time ago. Um, back in the days of meeting at um, Milford Junior School and the chapel along Preston Road, Westfield Academy, before finally um, settling here, where my parents, in fact, helped to paint it. Um, so a long time I've been a part of this church. And over the years, we have seen this church grow massively in size, in its work in the community um, and in the nation, in continues to increase. And as a church, we share the church's visions for the future, uh, to seek a community where Jesus is wholeheartedly worshipped, deeply experienced, and clearly known. We want to see the tide of family breakdown turned, to see new communities of believers established in Yeovil, the nation, and the world, and to help resource that wider church and to live generously, uh, challenging the cultures and systems that create injustice um, and actively loving those uh, affected. Now, in this shared vision, we join together each week, approximately 250 of us, to worship God, uh, hear his word, and to learn more about our amazing Father. Now, during these times, we share in the amazing stories of God's work. We celebrate in the news of healings and rejoice as people are baptized or when they give their lives to Christ. And we are excited to hear about what the ministry teams are off doing or what the youth have got up to. And we pray together when there are things that are tough or when times are challenging. And then we spend time chatting over coffee and tea uh, before heading back out into the world to start our new week. Uh, there are new faces here all the time. And there are people in this church, even after all these years, who I still haven't met. This is the big. But in this wonderful connection that we have on a Sunday morning, there is still a disconnection. Now, as I was planning this talk, um, I was reminded of a video that was shared uh, during the Seven Life-Giving Habits, um, and I'd just like to recap that video with you. So if we could watch the video, please. Thank you. Um, now, I'm not saying uh, this is all of us, but I think there is still that, um, that pressure and that some of us do put on that mask. I know that I can certainly relate to this. So I'd like to share with you just a little part of my story. Um, now, I'd been away from church for uh, a few years. Um, still a Christian, but just wasn't attending this church. Um, and over those years, felt very called home, and I would consider this to be my home church. 
And when I returned um, for several weeks, I was greeted by the wonderful welcomers on the door, um, and I'd say hello to people um, that I'd known from my time here previously, um, and friends of my parents who still were here. However, I would often sit alone uh, with my son George, um, who would be zooming cars up and down the aisles and underneath the chairs. Um, and at the end of each service, I'd sort of look around at what was going on, and I'd stand at the back with a coat and George's bits and pieces, and I'd just see groups of people in wonderful conversations, drinking their tea and coffee. Um, but I felt that I didn't have that connection with anybody. Nobody that I felt that I could go up to and start um, a conversation that was anything more than just, you know, the polite pleasantries. So I would scoop up George and all the cars and everything else that he had, um, and we would just leave. Now, in a crowd full of those the kind and thoughtful and wonderful Christians, it was still so easy to feel alone and disconnected. Now, this was partly my fault. I had to be brave and I had to be uh, vulnerable, as the video said, and, and talk to people and to make that connection. However, that's not always easy to do, not when you feel that you have a need to protect yourself, to protect your emotions, to feel safe and to have that control. But I did reach out and I spoke to various people and asked if there were any groups that I could join. And uh, unfortunately, I was too old for the youth, although they did invite me bowling, thank you very much. Um, uh, but I felt too young as well uh, to be involved in the knit and natter, uh, although the grey hairs may suggest otherwise. But, uh, but I felt anonymous, completely anonymous. I felt like a face on a Sunday morning. Um, who had it all together on the outside. I had that smile on, but I had questions and frustrations, and I can tell you, a whole lot of baggage. But this was when I was then introduced to the concept of small groups, the small. So now, very, very quickly, I would like to play a quick game with you. So, what I need you to do, please, for me, is, if possible, if you can, to stand up and join me. Now, I'm going to ask you some questions. If you do not know the answer, and that is absolutely okay, if you don't know the answer, I would just ask you to sit down, okay? Are we ready? So, let's play Who Knows. Are we going to have a click? Yes. Okay, question number one. Let's see who was listening. What is my name? Who knows my name? If you know my name, stay standing up. If you don't, and you weren't listening at the beginning of the talk, you may sit down. Okay, well done. Question number two. Who knows who I am married to? Now, if you don't know who I'm married to, it's absolutely fine, but please sit down. Thank you very much. Okay, question number three, who knows how many children we have between us? Okay, question number four, who knows what my profession is slash was? Okay, 
Number five, who knows why I stopped? Okay. <laughs> There's still some in the back, we're fine, we're fine. But I'll, I'll stop there, because if you look around, thank you guys, but if you look around, those people there, those lovely, wonderful people, the few that were left at the back, although some of them are away this morning, I might add, um, those are my small. You know, trying to maintain really meaningful and deeper relationships with people that you perhaps only see once a week, sometimes less if people are away, is actually really difficult. Especially if you're not in contact with those people during the week. And some of us actually find the big, this, a challenge. Too big, perhaps, to be that completely vulnerable, to be that completely open. Because I know that I have many times held back tears, held back emotion, held back some sort of connection for the fear of what the big might think, what other people might think of me. So that my outward, you know, the girl got it all together look, that mask, so it doesn't slip. But we are called to love one another, and we are called into discipleship. Hebrews 10, 24 says, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And the more, all the more, as you see the day drawing near. Amen. But I am actually reading a really fantastic book at the moment, uh, lent to me by the wonderful Beryl Farley, um, by a gentleman called um, John um, Altberg, which I highly recommend, where he spends, a, the, not on the whole book, uh, talking about your soul. And it's your soul. It is that the deepest part of us cries out for a connection. And that's a connection with God, but it is also a connection with each other. This is why the small is so important. To meet together with people who are also walking on this incredible journey. To do life together to be open and vulnerable, to be challenged, to be taught, to teach, to love and be loved, to be honest, to agree and to disagree, sometimes heatedly, I might add, uh, but to listen and to not judge and not be judged, but to be accountable, to share wisdom and knowledge, and all through the lens of Jesus. It's a place where we can support each other emotionally and practically, where we can help carry the burden and despair, but also celebrate in the joy and the good. These people, the small, can be the ones who lift that mask that you present to the world and to get to really know who you are. The ones who will miss and notice when you're not here on a Sunday morning. 
those who know the battles that you face and the struggles and understand that we are not perfect, but they love us anyway. And each of us comes with baggage and wounds and vulnerable places that we feel that we need to protect. And we are perhaps afraid of being found out. You know, what if they knew I lost my temper easily? What if they knew that I struggled with addiction? And I believe there is still a fear of being known, being truly seen as we are. Because when it comes to relationships, if we are not truly honest with ourselves, with others, we are stopping ourselves having that authentic human connection, the connection that our souls so deeply crave. Now, Galatians 6, 10 says, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Now, the small group that I belong to is a complete mixed bag of people, a group that is diverse in many ways. We are all at different stages of life, but also at different stages in our faith. But these incredible people are the first people I turn to to tell the good news, but they're also the first to pray and be with me in times of need and trouble. We don't always agree, and we share different points of view on many, many things, but we are open and honest and vulnerable with each other. And we get to see each other as we really are, warts and all. And as one of them said to me, as I asked him what, it, what small group meant to them, he said, it, small group, is the love of God shown in the grit under our fingernails. The big is good, but the small is essential. The big is good, it's great, it's amazing, but the small is essential. At this point, I just want us to, I want to refer you back to our vision, where we seek a community where Jesus is wholeheartedly worshipped, deeply experienced and clearly known. Now, we are expecting to see the miraculous, the healings, the massive shift into the new. We want to see people come through those doors at the back and join us in getting to know God and worshipping him. But here's the challenge. If we are not known, truly known, and connected with others who can support us, hold us accountable, challenge us, love us no matter what, how can we expect those who are seeking Jesus to come here and be open and vulnerable with us? The big is good, but the small is essential. Now, if there's anything that I have said or in the video that has made you think this morning that is perhaps rung true, um, or that you just feel that you need to be more connected, truly known. Maybe you want to join a small group. Run a small group would be amazing. Um, 
which I can add doesn't have to be forever. You don't have to set it up and run it forever. But if you wanted to get something off the ground, if you would like to find out more about what that looks like and what that means, then our lovely Keith Glover will be at the back after the service, and um, I ask you to go and speak to him, get connected with other people. Now, if I could just ask the musicians, I'll smile sweetly at them, if they would um, just come back up for me. As they do, um, I just would like a bit of a call for people. Um, if you are a willing small group leader here this morning, um, I'd really love you just to come up and join me up at the front in a moment. And if there is any of you lovely people who have a, I'm going to call it a talent, for giving good hugs, if any of you can do that for me, that would be absolutely amazing. So if you would like to come down and join me uh, this morning, that would be amazing. But I feel there are people here this morning who have perhaps felt unknown, perhaps feel unknown, people who perhaps don't have that deeper connection with anybody. I would just love you to come forward and have a hug. And that can also be a scary thing. If you're not comfortable with that and you just want a hug where you are, please stand up and someone will be there for you. And if you can't come down to the front, uh, just wave a hand in the air and somebody, um, I'm sure, will be able to see and come and give you a hug. But I pray that you make a connection. And if you would like to receive prayer, then please pray with each other. We'll have people down the front as well to pray with you. Yeah, I just want to challenge you all this morning just to be brave, be vulnerable, be connected, but be known, be truly known.